do you want to be prepared for anything that could happen in day-to-day -day life or when disaster strikes from the office to the outdoors then please go to squatchsurvivalgear.com and check out the packs that they have to offer they're made in america and i mean every single piece of fabric hardware buckle and frame all the labor too is right here in america so when you buy from squatch survival gear you're supporting multiple small businesses right here at home i've become good friends with chris um, he, he's a military vet so all of these packs are made to mill spec all right so they're all military standard packs they're good for everything these things are virtually bomb proof i promise you i own two of them i have the rock ape and the mothman pack they cannot be beaten i've i've had gear all my life i had gear in the military i have gear when i go hunting i have gear for camping the squat survival gear changes the game all right i i take one to work every day i take the mothman pack with me to work just use it as a regular backpack but it's so functional it's it's just unbelievable quality all right so please go to squatsurvivalgear.com now to save 15 percent site-wide i encourage you to use promo code 23 bump that's 23 b-u-m-p to save 15 percent site-wide Hosea 4.6 says, my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. So now that we have this knowledge, we have to remember to walk in 2 Timothy 1.7, which says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. This thing, let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face -face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. This computer is acting really weird. Um, I've got a great episode for you, if it will cooperate enough for it to happen. Um, my lighting's off, too. I don't know what's going on here tonight. It's running behind. Um, it Everything's freezing up. It took this computer like half an hour just to get to this screen. I don't know why this is going on. Probably just need to get a new computer. So uh sign up for patreon oh <laughs> uh, okay here we go uh today i'm bringing on tommy ray and his wife 
I've had Tommy Ray and his buddy Alan on the show before, and I believe the episode was about the Brown Mountain Lights way back, probably season one, maybe season two, long time ago. But uh, Tommy Ray's had some new experiences, and he's ready to share those. Um, get ready for some Bigfoot, okay? I will... Uh, I'll go ahead and get him on the show. Man, everything's. I wish you guys could see from my perspective of what this computer is doing right now. It's so weird. All right. Hold on. Let's bring Tommy Ray on, hopefully. If you haven't already, buy your tickets today for the Fortean Airwaves Conference in Ada, Ohio, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. It's only $50 for a full weekend, and you get to hang out with me, Hollow Sky, Cryptids of the Corn, the Uncomfortable Podcast, Kill the Mockingbirds, and Appalachian Intelligence. It's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be packed. We're going to have a merch table set up. We're going to do public discussions, panels, Q&A, and just hanging out all weekend long. It's the Fortean Airwaves Conference. Find it on all of our social medias. Um, I hope to see you there. You probably see a notification there. It tells you that it's recording. Got it. Got it. All right. Now we're rolling. So now, now you want to get your wife on the screen. That way she can be embarrassed. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> How are y'all doing? We're doing good. You? Doing good. Doing good. All right, Tommy Ray. It's been a long time. So let's catch up. What What was this? You sent me a, a message about, what was it, seven Bigfoot? Like a... What was going on? Well, sorry about that lice cracker. Um, <laughs> it's all right, man. We was up on the Blue Ridge Parkway, me and Cheryl, with uh, two friends of ours. And I got some buddies of mine who do the Bigfoot research up in North Carolina. Right. I'm in South Carolina. We're in South Carolina. But we, um, I guess it's okay to tell where it's at, ain't it? I mean, well, yeah. it's like a million people ride the parkway. So. Up around Bear Den Overlook, around Spruce Pine. You there? Yep, yep. I'm just listening. I'm writing down notes as you talk. Okay. And um, they're telling me there's been a lot of... um recent reports coming from between Spruce Pine and 221 on that section of the parkway. So, mm -hmm. we was actually camping up there. But we got out and we rode the parkway. And um, we stopped at the uh, Overlook and I had my FLIR with me. And we was looking down in the valley, I guess you'd say. And seen the trail. And we just seen like a clump of, you know how flare looks. I keep mine set at black is hot. Yeah. And um, they started moving. And uh, I asked my buddy, I said, is that trees? And he said, if it is, they walking. So I got my flare back. Cheryl seen it. 
and what it did, they got on, it's kind of like what we had in the Marines, like a staggered column, mm-hmm. but it was like an ambush. There were seven of them. They were either six juveniles and one normal-sized Bigfoot or one gigantic Bigfoot and six normal-sized. But what they did, and correct me if I'm wrong, babe, they put three on one side of the trail, three on the other side of the trail, like a staggered formation. And then the big one, we seen it walk back down the trail and get behind, uh, couldn't make it out, either a rock or a large clump of trees like it was setting up an ambush on a game trail. Mm. And um, we sat and watched it for a while. And then on, try to get my directions right. So I guess we'd be looking east to southeast to our rear, which would be the west. With a, on the other side of the road coming off the mountain. Did we or did we not hear something like something walking up there? I don't remember. Well, anyway, something up there threw a rock down at us and it landed behind the car. Oh, wow. And Cheryl was like, I love you, babe, but I'm getting in the car. <laughs> and so, man, my buddy Ronnie, we stayed there looking at that, and they didn't move. I mean, it was like a classic ambush. So, um, me and Cheryl went back a couple weeks later. We didn't see them do that, but we seen them walking around. Really? Yes. But they didn't set up no ambush. But we'd also seen bear on the same trail, and you could tell what... Yeah, you can tell the difference. Yeah. Think that baby. You know, we plainly see the bear on four legs walking around down there. This was definitely huge on two legs. Wow. And was there was there seven of them the second time you went? Oh, I don't think it. Yeah, it was harder to tell that. Time. It was harder to tell that time. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I want to say there was like five this time. Yeah. But it was same location. It's like they congregate right here next to the trail, and then they hit the trail. Right. Man. Well, for there to be some two times in a row, they must live in that area, man. Or, or if they're migrating, they're they're hanging out there, camping out there for for a period of time. How when was this? It was in the fall, wasn't it? Hang on, she's good with dates. It wasn't first time was like summer twenty twenty one. Yeah, summer of twenty twenty one was the first one and then fall was the second time. Man. Okay. And um, I know there's a lot of reports from up there. It's like my buddies up there told me they've been a lot of them. And I've actually done some research with a member of that organization in the South Mountains, which is not too far from there. Right. 
and uh, I might have told you about that. Um, was that when uh, you and Alan? No, me and Alan and um, Josh, we rode up there after me and Cheryl had our sight in. We didn't didn't see anything. Yeah. But an, another phenomenon up there is those lights. And I don't know if what we're seeing is the brown mountain lights from the overlook, but it's it's a different overlook. It's um, Hefner Gap. Hmm. And me and Ronnie seen them, and then um, me and Cheryl seen them several times. Yeah, we go up there and just park and watch them. They come up from behind the mountain, they dart around, then go back down. Yellow, purple, blue, green, just different colored lights. Really? And I've not really got my orientation right on it because I don't know if I'm looking at brown mountain lights or something totally different. We seen a YouTube video the other day of um, people were at Wiseman's View. You familiar with that? No, I'm not. Okay, it's off of the parkway. It's one of the spots where you can see the brown mountain lights. I got a couple other overlooks just dedicated to that. You can pull over and say Brown Mountain Lights. But we was at, um, the video was at Wiseman View, but it was the same exact lights Cheryl and I seen on the parkway. And probably crow flies are not um, three miles from Wiseman View. But a lot of interest in lights. And that's just about the two biggest things we've had from up there. So three biggest things. Yeah. I think well, I'll... well, seeing a dozen Bigfoot and uh, every color of the rainbow of light, that's pretty big stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, interesting. Like it's pretty common, but that's pretty big stuff. <laughs> I want to go up for a camp out so bad. Yeah, man. Well, look, let me ask you. I know you listen to Sasquatch Chronicles, you know, Wes's show. Yeah, I have. Um, he asks people all the time, too. Do you think that these lights are connected to Bigfoot? I don't know. I don't want to venture down that rabbit hole. I really don't. Yeah. I want to say Bigfoot is a scientifically unrecognized North American ape. Right. Okay, that's, that's what I want. That's what I want to say. But um, the guy I mentioned a while ago, me and him was doing some uh, research in the South Mountains. Um, we had, I don't know, I ain't going to call them ghost lights. I, I don't know. I mean, fly right over our head. Really? I mean, it's like they come out of nowhere and they just fly over. You see them on the side of the mountain and they just disappear. And that phenomenon, that went on all night till we left. And they, but they wasn't orbs. They wasn't orbs. They were like genuine big lights, like somebody 
maybe big flashlight size or bigger. But you just see the light. It ain't like coming from, it's not like an illuminated beam. It's just the light shoots by. I'd say they was probably maybe softball size and bigger. In the field where we was at, it's like a public dove field. Yeah. And uh, South Mountain? Yeah. Now, when that happened, how high up above you was it? Sometimes they would weigh up there, and then sometimes it's almost like it buzzed. Using Air Force, you know how it is now. Oh, yeah. It buzzed. But there's no sound, no nothing. No heat? Nope, no heat. That is wild, man. But we've done a, um, a big investigation in Virginia back in... Uh, uh, 2011, and a friend of mine, we was teamed up that night down in, um, he called it the Hidden Lake part of the um, property. Yeah. But we'd actually seen orbs before we had an encounter. And they would just float around. And then again, it was a bunch of different colored orbs like you know some people get on ghost pictures yeah you know quote unquote so I don't know if they connected or not I mean I don't know I've heard tale I've read reports I can't remember if it's Linda Moten Howe or Linda Godfrey one of them had wrote a report goodness this was years and years ago a story of where a Bigfoot was trying to get into a barn and a UFO appeared and just beamed it right up. I've never, till I see something like that, I'm just going to go with my primate theories. Right. Yeah, I don't blame you. If I ever see something like that, I'll be calling you at two in the morning. <laughs> you ain't going to believe this. If if you see something like that, you call me and call and call until I answer the phone, man. Don't. <laughs> oh gosh. So, what I was called you about the other day and texted you. Um, Cheryl and I were coming back from Forest City. That's kind of like where we go on Friday nights. That's what twenty. 25 miles from here, but it's a back road the whole way. Yeah. We've seen, she actually seen it first. You want to describe it? Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it was big. I got a Toyota Corolla Sport. Mm -hmm. And whatever it is, the back of it was taller than my car hired in my car. It was on all fours and it had a elongated face like a snout almost last reason I ask you, has anybody have you ever heard tell of a dog man on all fours? Because from the pictures of a dog man, that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. Except it was on all fours. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I, I couldn't hear. Move that phone closer to her so I could hear. I'll, I won't put the video up. We'll just do the audio. <laughs> way too big to be a deer and Walt's way too slow to be a deer. Really? Yeah. I mean, and she's seen the face before I did. Well, what would the mm -hmm. face look like? Like I said, it's kind of long. I, I don't know. It was, we, you know. We were driving and yeah, like, like well, best thing we describe is what they draw a dog man to look like. Yeah, I mean it wasn't a you know I ain't gonna say you know flat face like a normal face, but it had a dog man werewolf looking snout. But I didn't see the teeth. I've got to admit I didn't see teeth. Okay, but it was huge. It, it was taller than my car on all fours. Yeah, that, that's enormous. And the legs, you could tell they were long, but wiry, athletic, muscles, but not humongous. It was tong. Yeah. It was buff, you know? Yeah. And it just turned around walked off away from us like it didn't have a care in the world. Oh, what color was it? It was dark. Yeah. I would say it was black, but it was about 11, 10, 11 o'clock at night, so it was dark out, and I don't remember much of a moon, so. Right. Whatever we seen, it was dark, dark colored. That's still freaky. Yeah, it was pretty freaky. It was it right on the side? Conversation. Huh? It was it right on the side of the road? No, it's right in the middle of the road. We had stopped the car. What? Yeah. Because I think I was talking to Cheryl and cutting up or something. And she's, and she's like, she's like, oh, what? Hey, look at this. I know you ain't putting it on YouTube. But right. Can you say that? Yeah, I do. And that's okay. what it looked like? Yeah, but it was on all fours. Holy smokes. Yeah. You know, I told you that last time we talked that when we seen the Bigfoot on the side of the road at that bridge, I stopped the truck and got out. Yeah. I didn't stop to get out this time. I yeah, mean, I, I don't blame you, man. I had to stop for that. Hey, but, screen, screenshot that picture and send that to me so I can uh, I, I can share the, just the picture later. And I'll, okay. I'll put that on the video. All right. She'll Thank send you. it to me, and I'll screenshot it and send it to you when we get yeah. done talking. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, because that's, man, if that's what you saw, that is, I'd stay in the car, too. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't feeling as brave. No. And that was by Forest City? Is that what you said? No, we was on our way back from Forest City. We'd actually just crossed over into back into South Carolina. Okay. I mean, I don't know who will listen to this. Maybe a lot of people. Hey, everybody, but they ain't <laughs> going to believe what I'd be talking about if I said you leave here and hit. Yeah, that don't look like Rainbow Lake Road and and pours forward road, but it's just a, we go up there because 
basically because the Walmart around here just ain't no good. And that's our <laughs> date night. We go out to eat and then we go shopping at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, that's an exciting date night, just like mine, man. We usually uh, go out to eat and go to church. <laughs> but um, I was going halfway around the world to get to Forest City, and I was looking up um, directions to get somewhere else. Maybe Morganton. I don't remember where. But I was like, wait a minute. I could, we could use this way to go to our city. And yeah, you can. I mean, it's backwoods all the way, but it's a very interesting ride. But now we kind of take our time. We look around. We scan the woods. I got so fortunate with this beauty. She loves spooky stuff like me. Well, yeah, you you definitely lucked out there. It's your charm, Tommy Ray. It's your charm. You think so? <laughs> I thought it was BS, but hey, I take charm. <laughs> well, hey, did you ever get back up there to hunt where your deer blind got tore up? Yeah, I have been up there. I was up there last last fall, last winter. Um, no sign of anything. It was just like a almost like a one off kind of incident. Um. My blind, actually, uh, what makes me feel like even more like something something weird happened that time. My blind um, got uplifted from, I, I moved it to a new location. And this time, what looks like it must have been the wind got a hold of it. At least I'll say the wind got a hold of it because it was tied down with paracord to like about an 80-pound log. And I placed um, sections of logs inside the blind. It's got little kickouts. And I, I held it down on the inside with about a hundred pounds more, I guess, altogether of wood. But uh, what must have been the wind picked that up and carried it about uh, maybe about 30 or 40 yards and then over the hillside. And I found it the second time over the hillside and I went down and, and brought it back up. And, oh, that's twice it got tore up? Yeah, but the second time it wasn't, it wasn't folded up and laid on the side of the road. This time it was... Uh, yanked and it was still still popped open like a blind would you know how you stand your blind up it was like that but yeah. it was just over on the over the hillside and all the weight that was on it was uh i guess pulled away from it i don't know oh yeah it was kind of weird but um i'm going back there again here in about a month i'm gonna clear out my shooting lanes and try again it's the hunting's too good up there, man. If if there's a Bigfoot up there, he's just gonna have to share. <laughs> yeah, he's got to. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. I've I've told you I want to go. Yeah, man. At least go camping up there. Yep. I'm supposed to go camping up on the uh on the other side of the road from there this weekend, but the guy that wanted to go camping, he's at the beach right now, so I don't know if he's gonna be home in time or not, but we'll see. Hey, what cook kit do you use? Well, are you familiar with Dave Canterbury? Yep. Okay. I got the uh, Pathfinder's Bush Pot, and I'm not getting paid or sponsored for saying that. I'm just, um, just that little metal. It's like a, maybe a two-quart metal bush pot. Yeah, I got that. 
Yep. That's that's my go-to, man. Well, see, that's what I was going to say. I ain't getting sponsored either. Hint, hint, love to, but. Yeah, man. I bought his new um, Pathfinder M40 cook kit. Yes. I smell like the Swedish. Oh, man, that thing jam up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've had my eye on those. It's no, it's not, no heavier than the bush pot and stuff. Yeah. Now, Creek Stewart, he started selling. Do you know who Creek Stewart is? Yeah. Yep. What's that show? Uh, Fat Guys in the Woods or? Yep. That's the best survival show ever made. That that and alone are my two favorite shows, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Creek, he's got a uh, he's got his own bush pot out now, and it's about the same price as Dave's. And I'd I'd like to get Creek's, man, because he's just a good solid guy, you know. But unfortunately, I give you my life story last time, and we've not had a lot of high strangeness goes on. Hey, yeah, let me ask you this. Okay. The other day, I was listening to, um, I don't even know what season it was. I don't know if the guy's a friend of yours or not. He's a truck driver. And the title of the episode was An Entire Life of Paranormal Activity. or uh-huh. And I don't remember his name. Chow had a good conversation. And he brought up the black dog. He's a truck driver. Mm-hmm. You familiar with what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. Um, but I think you asked him, could it be a dog man on all fours? Yep. One of y'all mentioned that. Yeah, I've heard of that before, man. I've I've heard of that quite a bit. That See, um, I that they'll they'll walk around, they'll get around just fine. You know, it'll look like almost if you would just spot one on the side of the road it would just look like a big giant wolf you know like just a mm-hmm. like a like it's just a little bit too big but like a wolf you know but then they uh they stand up well this one didn't stand up but well you know these reports of bigfoot getting on all fours too absolutely well that's like investigate you know i told you last time when that Black Panther come out on me, when I seen it go by, I thought it was Bigfoot on all fours. Yeah, man. I turned my headlamp on. I was like, oh, man. A Black Panther. <laughs> There's yeah. some wild stuff going on down there in in Southern North Carolina and, and, and South Carolina. There's, there's reports of stuff all the time down there, man. Yeah. And I know this episode probably won't release until after I'm back from the beach. But how close are you guys to North Myrtle? Uh, five hours, four, four or five hours. Oh wow! Okay. Well, never mind then. I was going to say yeah. I'll I'll be down there the middle of August. I was going to say let's meet up and. How you going to come though? I have no clue. I, I I'm part of a big caravan. I'm just following my father-in-law. We got about twelve of us going down. So. Yeah, I had a buddy of mine from boot camp a couple months ago come in from Kentucky yeah. to Iceville, and we're going to meet up and talk. And I got the, you know, I thought he was talking about on a 
eat supper together one night, but he was talking about doing breakfast in the morning, and I couldn't make it. So yeah, <clears throat> I didn't get to see him, but I did um, find another buddy from boot camp, and he is only an hour away. So we finally got to meet up either almost forty years. Man, ain't that awesome? Yeah. I I love I love that man. I, your brother's forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like uh I hadn't talked. I have a a friend of mine. I actually uh I'm running a promotion for him right now at the beginning of the show. About uh he he just opened up his own business. You know he's a vet, and uh, he opened up his own coffee brand called Sober Vet Coffee. And I found out about it, and I thought, man alive, let me. You know, let me try to help get him some attention. And, uh, you know, they're donating like 20% of what they make to charities that try to help vets, you know, stay sober, you know, because. Yeah, I've checked that out. Yeah. Can you send me a link on how to find it? Yeah, yeah that's no problem, man. Because I drink any coffee, my mirror. They some I really don't like, but Shay loves coffee. So <laughs> I hey, find her something fancy. I do too. And they got, you know, they got it here. Listen to me doing a commercial, but yeah, they got a uh, whole bean coffee where you can grind it yourself if you want to do it that way or uh, however you want to order it. They got something for you. And um, I'll, I'll send you the discount code too to save you some money. Oh, cool. But well, Cheryl, do you have any, uh, any paranormal or unexplained experiences you want to share today? No. I don't, not till I got with him. I didn't. I was too scared to. Hey, she said she can't explain that one. <laughs> how she got with me. <laughs> now, she, she was like, um, she, I mean, I don't want to speak for her, but, you know, she'd always been interested in ghosts and stuff. She didn't know a lot about Bigfoot, but she had no idea about wilderness survival and bushcraft and even existed oh yeah man hell she got with me but don't take her out there and get her hurt i won't take <laughs> care of my baby <laughs> she done been with me with two bigfoot sightings and strange lights we can have a little rough camping trip there you go there you go we all look absolutely happy together so i love that yeah, I am definitely blessed. Amen. Amen. What do you mean you wish you'd say the same? <laughs> I'm dissing me on a podcast. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I might have been to other voices in my head. So. <laughs> oh. But if anything happens, um, well, I do like I did last time. I call you. I mean, I know your schedule's rough. And yeah, man. Hard to get a hold of. But, but yeah, I, I appreciate you reaching out to me. And, you know, anytime, man, text me. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. If you text me, I'll text you back. Uh, if you call me, I'm in the, you know, southern West Virginia. Even if I'm home, I don't have, you know, a good signal. So, yeah but text messages usually come through so holler at me man and we'll keep we in touch about coming up there do it i mean we'll give you a heads up but yeah yeah we'll meet up somewhere 
I wish we could make it to Myrtle Beach with you, but I don't think. We'll just have to see. Yeah. I mean, it won't be nothing to hop in the car and come down there and try and come back. But... Well, it'll probably be uh, around the 7th of August. I'll, I'll be down there. I think I'm going to go out that evening. Me and my wife's going to go out and just have, a, have some dinner and see who shows up. Yeah. Open invitation. All right. All right, brother. Well, you all have a good night. Thanks for getting back in touch with me. And nice to meet you, Cheryl. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. You too, buddy. We'll see right. you later. All right, brother. God bless. I'll send you that picture as soon as we get off of here. Yes, please do. All right. We'll see. All right, man. You may have to hang up because I don't know how to do this. I got you. My computer's acting slow because I, I hit the button already and it's not doing nothing. Here it goes. All right. See you later that's it for this week guys thanks for listening if you want more content if you want to submit your own story to be on the show if you want to listen to past episodes or if you want to donate to the show you can do all of that through the bumppodcast.com so just go there um, explore the website check it all out if you want to sign up to be a member it's super cheap it's just a dollar 75 a week you can cancel at any time get in on uh all the the new latest and greatest stuff we have going on. All right. So again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless. Do you love coffee? Of course you do. Who don't? I'm drinking a cup right now. Sobervet Coffee is a military family-owned company that brings together a love of coffee and support for military-affiliated people in recovery. Sobervet Coffee donates 20% of net proceeds to charities that support military and veteran mental health. Co-founders and spouses, David and Christina Beardsley, built SoberVet Coffee to connect current and former military families that are in the community of recovery. This specialty third wave coffee is roasted to order, so you are guaranteed the freshest brew. It's available in whole bean or ground for your home brewer. And listeners will receive a 10% discount with the code BUMPBELIEVERS. That's B-U-M-P-B-E-L-I-E-V-E-R-S. BUMPBELIEVERS. Go to SoberVetCoffee.com, find the blend you like, and order a batch today. I believe in this coffee because I believe in David Beardsley. I serve with Dave. We deployed together, and I love him like family. God bless you, and God bless America.
personally ready to submit your life to God and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says it really simply that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. To be born again, to start a new life as a child of God, to join God's army, to rise up against the evil forces that you know are all around you. You don't have to do it alone. I love you. Jesus loves you. And may God bless you.